Alright, what's going on everybody in Sharks Territory? Happy Monday. Welcome to the late night stream in Sharks Territory. That is the Shark City Podcast. I'm your host Aaron James. Thank you for joining me for the 22nd episode of our second season here at the Shark City Podcast. Just um, right off the back, I want to let you know if you want to enjoy all previous episodes of the Shark City Podcast, you can do so by visiting sharkcityhockey.com. Obviously, Shark City Podcast is the official podcast of sharkcityhockey.com, and we are also proud affiliates of the Hockey Podcast Network. All right, let's preview tonight's show. It's going to be short and sweet to be 100 with you. Um, not a great weekend. And quite frankly, especially if you're here in the Bay Area, um, if you didn't know what happened with the Sharks this weekend, can't blame you, okay? There's been some bigger games going on, and the scheduling is going to get weirder as the uh, month progresses leading into February. I uh, believe we have, um, so this past weekend, you know, in terms of viewership goes, you know, they had the playoff games going on during the Sharks games, and I think uh, I've seen Curtis Pichelka on Twitter mention that the Sharks are also scheduled to play during the Super Bowl. So, you know, the league isn't necessarily um, giving us the best, you know, uh, time slots this time of the season, but it is what it is. Um, you know, it sounds like Sharks aren't necessarily going to be um, in the words of, um, oh man, we'll have to get into that. I don't want to spoil it, but long story short is uh, in the words of Sturm was it was it oh my gosh I can't believe I'm having a um a blank right now but long story short is they said that we are going to get I don't want to use this expression it's so horrible but killed that's the expression that if we continue to play this way we're going to get oh I don't want to say it again that was Nico Sturm he's just being honest if you want to hear his whole entire um post game rant you could do so by following us on Twitter at Shark City Hockey um, we're gonna try to keep the pod tonight. Uh, positive because you know this weekend wasn't the best for us so we will spend just a little bit of time on the results from Saturday and Sunday uh, more or less going to spend time on potential Timo Meyer trade that um, you know is is it Timo time for a new team uh, his agent spoke with the San Jose Mercury News and shed some light on the contract situation here in San Jose and you know we're going to talk about um the Sharks and the Red Wings, they're going to face off tomorrow, 4 o'clock p.m. They're going to be 4 o'clock p.m. specific standard time face-offs for almost the next uh, the next like uh, six games. So get used to it, all right? Um, but before all that, let's again, let's keep the vibe up and positive with today's program and talk about some pretty good news here in Sharks territory. Um, and that is... Nikolai Knizov is beginning a conditioning assignment with the Barracuda. So um, this Sharks defenseman, young Sharks defenseman, um, starting to show signs of getting back to full health. I mean, full health might be a stretch at this point, but you know, it's nice to see him skating and now doing a conditioning assignment with the AHL squad because you know, a lot of us out there in Sharks territory are speculating whether or not Eric Carlson's services will continue in San Jose. He's obviously having himself a Norris Trophy uh, campaign season. And that has obviously generated a lot of rumors at this point. But trade talks, obviously, when you have general manager Mike Greer say that the, you know, the door is open for anybody to either walk through and request a trade or telling other teams out there that, you know, um, every player with the exception of Tomas Hurdle is 
you know available for the right price um you gotta start looking at news such as our young defensemen here uh getting healthy as being signs of you know um you know sharks the prospects and the next man up mentality so to speak and cliche you know it's in practice it's live here nikolai kanisov is a 24 uh year old defenseman he shoots left he's 6'3 222 pounds all right so you figure he's you know that's a solid body he had the blue line he had himself a good season he played well it's been a minute it's been a minute the last time he skated with the south sharks was a 30th anniversary season okay um so I believe it's been 20 months, 20 months. Um, so for those of you who do not remember, um, unfortunately, Kenisov, he um, he had some surgeries to repair a torn right Achilles tendon. So again, Kenisov has had some surgeries back in August to uh, repair um, an Achilles tendon. Um, you know, he's been having some injuries prior to that. He even like... Um, I believe a sports hernia surgery and uh, you know he also fought off a bone infection during that time so you know the 24 year old kid is back on the ice he's been skating he's been skating i think um i think a few months ago it was reported that he was uh doing some on ice skating let me just double check that yeah that was back um on thursday on Thursday, he practiced with the Sharks for the first time since undergoing surgery. And now, from uh, this is coming from the Mercury News, um, apparently his conditioning stint in the Barracuda is going to be more so for um, wrapping up his strength. And um, it doesn't seem as if he's going to play immediately. There is potential for him to play depending on how he feels physically. Again, this story is coming out in Mercury News. Um, so a uh, hat tip to Curtis Pashalka of the Bay Area News Group. Uh, the Barracuda do play a game on Wednesday and Friday this week uh, in Henderson, Nevada, and um, and uh, Saturday in Bakersfield. So, you know, again, he hasn't played in about 20 months. So we'll see, you know, whether or not him being on the CUDA, it's only going to be, I believe, um, 14 days is kind of the uh, stint here when you're on LTIR and I'm not going to get into all like, you know, the X's and O's on how you can move players this season with the whole salary cap uh, posi uh, position and all that stuff. But long story short is, um, you know, good news is, is Kanisov is getting ready um, to return to the Sharks right when we're going to need him because I'm just speculating here. We'll see um, in, in about a month, but I'm just speculating that Eric Carlson's services will no longer be um, available for team till so uh kenisov the news of him being healthy is a plus all right um i just want to quote this really quick this right here was kenisov's words from the mercury news he said it just feels like everything's coming back being around the guys being in season it doesn't feel like summer training it feels like the games are already going so you're trying to get in the lineup as fast as you can and he said, I feel like we've done a lot in the last few weeks. So, um, again, uh, his last game was May 12th, 2021. Uh, he's on the Sharks' long-term injury reserve list. And he's on a long-term injury conditioning loan to the Barracuda. Um, so he remains on the LTIR, but he's off of the 
uh, off of the cap. So I guess I am going to explain the X's of those. My bad. <laughs> uh, he has uh, 850K um, for one year. So he has that hit on the cap space for the Sharks. So it's you know, giving us a significant uh, amount of um, wiggle room here in case we decide to make any moves coming up here in the next uh, month or so. But again, I believe it's only um, two weeks. I think that's as long as you could uh, have him in the AHL level. Um, so, again, he played 56 games. He played the entire 2020-2021 um, like hybrid season, whatever you want to call it. He played in every single game, all 56 games. He had about 17 minutes of ice time uh, on average per game. So, again, this is huge. Considering that Eric Carlson, who was his defensive partner, by the way, um, you know, he, he may not be in the lineup. But again, I am just, I am just speculating here. Um, we'll see what happens with the whole uh, trade deadline deals. All right. Um, so just want to invite, take a quick moment to pause and invite everybody who may be joining the podcast now or, or you know, um, you know, maybe just seen it for the first time. I am Aaron James. I'm the host of the Shark City Podcast. So obviously this podcast is available live on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. Uh, by all means, if you want to be a part of the show, leave a comment. Uh, I'll try to get to it. I'm not going to lie to you. I like to do this on a temple and on pace. And I see your comments here and there. But if I'm in the uh, zone, then maybe I won't get to them and I'll get to them another time. Either way, uh, I mean another show. Either way, um, if you want to participate in the program, by all means, uh, leave a comment. Whether you're on Twitter, Facebook, or YouTube. Um, for bonus points, which I won't push any further than this last comment here, um, speakpipe.com forward slash Shark City Hockey is our official podcast messaging uh, service. It's completely free. All right. If you uh, send a DM on your social media app or if you do like uh, calls or uh, video chats on your social media app, I promise you it's um, less invasive and doesn't cost any more than what you do already. But long story short is if you want to engage in a show and have your voice featured on this program, you can do so by visiting speakpipe.com forward slash Shark City Hockey. And, uh, you know, leave us a, I believe you have 90 seconds to leave us a voice message. Um, follow us on social media for the questions um, that will be, uh, per, or the questions that will be pertaining to the podcast episode. All right. So, again, thank you very much um, for joining me here tonight in the late night stream of Sharks Territory. So, moving on to our next topic here. Um, obviously, we're going to be focusing on trades and... Um, Eric Carlson has been getting his name thrown around there, but more so as of late has been Timo Meyer. Uh, not a shocker. As a matter of fact, Timo Meyer's name has been getting thrown around in trade rumors for the last two seasons, to be honest with you. Um, and his name to New Jersey was being floated around prior to the Sharks selecting William Eklund, seventh overall. So um, this story right here is coming out of NJ.com. And um, well, first and foremost, let me back up. Let me show a little bit of love and respect to uh, our local newspaper here. Once again, Mercury News. Um, so the Mercury News reported uh, just the other day. I believe it was uh, two days ago. All right. So let me just pull this up so I get the quote uh, exact here. But Claude Lemieux, that is Timo Meyer's agent. He is also a former New Jersey hockey player, if you were not aware. So he has ties to the East Coast team over there. Um, but he 
had text messaged from the story that I uh, read out of the Mercury News, text messaged um, the media outlet and said, we have, and I quote, this is Claude Lemieux, Timo Meyer's agent. We have not discussed a contract extension and we are very realistic of the possibility of Timo getting traded. So uh, there it is. Um, again, that's former New Jersey hockey player and currently NHL agent for Timo Meyer, Claude Lemieux, saying that his client is very, uh, they feel that his client is, or they are very realistically prepared, I guess is a better way of paraphrasing it, that the 26-year-old pending restricted free agent is about to be on the trade block. Whether or not this deal goes down um, on March 3rd or prior, uh, you know, stay tuned, right? Uh, get your popcorn ready. It's going to be quite the show, if, especially if this goes down during trade deadline deal. This is obviously going to be one of the blockbuster deals. Uh, Timo Meyer is having himself uh, quite the career year. There's a lot of uh, people pointing to New Jersey making sense from him, uh, for him, giving some ties of some of his um, some of his former teammates for his uh, national club. Uh, so. For details on that, now we're going to jump into NJ.com's story here. So uh, they are reporting that Sportsnet reporter Elliot Friedman has said that general manager Mike Greer is going to let other teams speak to Timo Meyer and obviously his agent about an extension that he finds. Now, if he finds a suitable offer, pardon me, um, but nobody has been allowed to yet okay we'll see if that um if that continues to uh be the case in the upcoming weeks um all i'm going to say is this okay so this is why i'm referring to the story because obviously people out there in truck territory already know this uh, so from nj.com they're saying they reported that um i believe it was the agent let me just, I want to make sure I get this correct source, all right? I want to make sure I got the correct source. Yes. Okay, long story short, is it's been reported that Claude Lemieux's agent has spoken out and reached out to New Jersey and their media outlet out there. And pretty much same, same, same story, okay? He has not specifically spoken to New Jersey about any um, potential contract extension or another way of saying is that it doesn't seem as if New Jersey's name is in the trade talks as of yet. All right. So, um, his ties to the former club, he has some, uh, teammates again from his national team. I'm not even gonna spend too much time on them because it's a shark show. <laughs> no, that's about as much love I'm going to show to New Jersey is by talking about them potentially picking up one of our, um, you know, top line wingers here. And uh, on that, let me just show some love to Timo Meyer here because, um, you know, it may, Timo time may be up here in San Jose. That's just the facts. So, um, you know, really quick, specifically um, highlighting some of the moments this season. Uh, Timo Meyer had scored his 25th goal of the season back on the 16th. So this is like, what, three, so a week ago, about a week ago. All right. Um, January 16th, he became the seventh ever sounds a shark skater to ever record our three or more, um, 25 goal campaigns. So he joined Patrick Marlowe 
who's going to be in the Legends game, by the way. If you haven't got tickets, pick some up. Um, Joe Pavelski, Logan Couture, um, Owen Nolan, Jeff Friesen, Jonathan Chichu. All right, so those are the other the other ones. Um, so he's seventh ever Shark, okay? Uh, he's also tied for fifth in NHL and power play goals. He has 12 this season, and he is scoring at uh, 0.57 goals per game. That's his pace this season. So um, I believe, what is it, 27 goals in 47 games, all right? Um, so he's on pace right now for career highs in both goals and power play goals. And um, he's tied in the league for shots on goal. He's been leading the league for shots on goal for a minute now, but now he's tied with 219 uh, with Boston. Boston's David Pasternak. Yeah. We're going to have to talk about Boston a little bit. Pardon my tone. Um, so, and again, last season, you know, Timo Meyer did, he did wonders. He was our all-star representative. Obviously, you have a chance to vote him in now. Really quick, I know a lot of you out there are saying, hey, how come, how come the NHL hasn't um, revealed that Timo Meyer is not going to be um, the all-star? I kind of felt this was, um, this is kind of the same um, tune, I guess, that happened last season. See, last season, leading up to the, about a couple of weeks, or maybe about a week, pardon me if I'm mistaken. Um, give me one second to drink my tea here. Thank you for that brief pause. So around this time last season, uh, right before the trade deadline, Tomas Hurdle was obviously the number one shark, okay? He was putting up some fantastic numbers, and, um, you know, leading up to that, um, almost, you know, a couple of weeks or about a week before the trade deadline last season, um, his future in San Jose kind of remained a little, um, well, for us, the outsiders looking in, it remained cloudy. It remained, um, you know, up in the air. And if you're from the inside, like uh, former general manager Doug Wilson was saying, you know, they, they know how, uh, they know specifically Timo, excuse me, Tomas Hurdle knew how the organization felt about him, and um, they let him know definitively by signing him to eight years. <laughs> Anyways, um, but the point I'm trying to get at is, back during that time, he was obviously the best shark on the team, yet he wasn't being considered, not that they didn't want to consider him, but he wasn't the selection for the All-Star, the obvious selection. Right? So it was Timo Meyer. What, what am I trying to say here with all this? What's the point? The point is this, is... It was a little uncertain if Hurdle was even going to be a shark, right? So I think that's why Meyer was sent because two things. One, he was obviously going to be a shark this season. He had another year remaining on the contract. And two, he was obviously going to be in the same position that Timo Meyer was going to be in the following year as of where we are now. So obviously, uh, Timo Meyer, he deserves to be an all-star. I'm not trying to take away from it. I'm just simply trying to say that uh, it was smart for the Sharks to market, you know, um, essentially start marketing uh, Timo Meyer the year prior if it is if this is indeed his final season in Sharks territory okay it's all pure speculation by the way and um and you know it's kind of the same deal now it's like Eric Carlson obviously is going to be the all-star I mean he's leading the league right so that that's a no-brainer but Timo Meyer should be the obvious second choice to be voted in not just for the Sharks but for the league right and yet up to the point of this uh, podcast, up to this episode, up to right now, he has yet to be announced, right? Um, so 
All I'm trying to speculate here is maybe that's because perhaps, as his agent says, uh, they're prepared to um, part ways. And um, I don't see the Sharks announcing him as being an all-star if he's not going to be on the team um, in the near future. Not to say he doesn't deserve it. And again, this is all just pure speculation, all right? Um, but again, uh, well, and I promise I won't say but again one more time. <laughs> uh, he's doing some fantastic, some fantastic um, stuff this this season. And he's on, again, uh, I promise I won't say that. He is on pace for 0.57 goals per game, which is career highs and goals and whatnot. Uh, so that's about as much Timo Meyer um, trade talk as I'm going to get into. I'm going to pause for a brief moment, and we're going to get ready to talk about the not-so-great things that went down here um, in San Jose. Well, not in San Jose, but for San Jose Sharks. Uh, so we're going to take a quick, brief break, and when we come back, we're going to discuss uh, some of the action that went down over the weekend and then get into previewing tomorrow's game against the Red Wings. I'm Aaron James. This is a Shark City podcast. Uh, we'll be right back in just a few seconds. Okay. Four NFL teams, two conference championship games, and only a few more shots to win big on the playoffs with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Counting down on Super Bowl 57, new customers can bet just $5 and get 200 in free bets instantly. Not a new customer? You can fill the conference championship thrills with stepped-up same-game parlays. Take your shot at an even bigger NFL payout and boost your wins with each leg you add up to 100%. It's the Philadelphia Eagles and the San Francisco 49ers with Brock Purdy. Can the rookie quarterback lead? the Bay Area's football team to a Super Bowl berth? In the AFC, you have the Kansas City Chiefs and the Cincinnati Bengals in a rematch of last year's AFC Conference Championship game. Will the Cincinnati Bengals repeat as AFC champions or will Kansas City find itself in its third Super Bowl in the last four years? Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code THPN. New customers can bet $5 on the conference championships and get 200 in free bets instantly. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code THPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. All right, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Shark City Podcast, official podcast of SharkCityHockey.com. Proud affiliate of the Hockey Podcast Network. All right, so let's get into uh, briefly here. Briefly, okay. Uh, I know most of you don't want to relive this. I don't either. Uh, but for some of you who probably didn't even watch it, let's just be real here. You know, there's some other things going on this weekend. Um, I, and we don't blame you. <laughs> we don't blame you. Um, let's just briefly catch up from the last time we talked about what was going on the ice for Sounds Like Sharks. Uh, so the last time we got together was... Uh, right before the weekend, we were discussing the San Jose Sharks and how they beat Joe Pavelski and the Stars. Um, they didn't come back fashion. Unfortunately, uh, this eight-game road trip is off to quite the uh, slump, quite the cold start. And it really uh, began Saturday afternoon in Columbus, Ohio, as the San Jose Sharks uh, took on the Columbus Blue Jackets. Um, you know... This was the 47th game of the season. 
it was the first matchup. Um, there's going to be one more matchup um, March 14th of this season, and that'll be the season series. So obviously Columbus has the season series right now at a 1-0. So Sharks are down 0-1, to obviously. Uh, that was the 64th all-time game against the Columbus Blue Jackets. Uh, the Sharks still lead the series despite losing 5-3 to on Saturday. Um, the all-time series is led by San Jose 39-21-0. And four. Um, some of you might want to know what the zeros for. Back in the day, there used to be ties. Um, so, you know, it's pretty much going to be <laughs> the best way to say it is that the Sharks are blasted by the Blue Jackets, right? Uh, remember Randy Hahn and Drew Amenda, for those of you who are watching the home broadcast. Uh, they're speaking about um, right before they're going to go live, like they're just kind of waiting for that cannon to go off. Um, and that's what happened essentially for the Sharks um, five times. <laughs> uh, after the game, head coach uh, David Quinn simply put it that the Sharks thought it would be easy. Um, obviously, because Columbus is the league's worst team. Um, quite the turnaround, right? What talk about uh, 24 hours? Like what? Um, what a contrast are you know? You choose your own um, verbiage, but to go from playing the worst team in the league to playing the best team in the league, right? Like what a turnaround, I guess. Uh, Nico Sturm did not hold back per his post game reputation in Sharks territory about the loss to the league's worst uh, prior to facing some of the league's best in a road trip. Pardon the morbid uh, verbiage when he was saying, you know, we're going to get killed. But that's what he said. I don't like that. The, you know, kind of sounds a little out there, a little crazy. But it is what it is. His words, not mine. I'm just reporting it. Uh, Timo Meyer, the Sharks' leading scorer, scored the first goal of the game. Um, and he did it following the news from his agent that a trade seems imminent. So I thought that was pretty impressive. As a matter of fact, if... I had to sum up this entire weekend of San Jose Sharks hockey. It would be that like Timo Meyer um, was showcased essentially. Like he he I mean he's going to be center stage right now. Um, so we're going to just briefly breeze on by to the next game against the Boston Bruins. Uh, if you don't know now you know. Um, Sharks got shut out yesterday, forty zero. Um, most of you are probably watching another sport. It's all good. I won't blame you. This is a Bay Area. Um, and, of course, you know, um, everything that's going on just down the road from the tank is exciting. But Sharks again. This is game two. Back-to-back on the weekend. Talk about crazy scheduling. Um, and they lose 5-0. to zero. And that's pretty much all I'm going to say. I mean, if you want to know the, the main storylines, essentially all the scoring came from the, the Boston Blue Liners. And... Um, Honestly, again, it was Timo Meyer that kind of shined for the Sharks in these two games where they otherwise weren't that great. And um, he did so specifically um, by, and this is kind of a weird occurrence, so whether it's a goal against, a goal uh, for, or now in this case, a fight. But a lot of things have been going down in the first uh, 27 seconds of Sharks hockey um, lately here. Yeah, it was a battle, and uh, <clears throat> he was holding on to my stick. I tried to get my stick loose, and then, uh, you know, tried to skate away and saw him coming after me. So 
uh, yeah, I mean, you know, he had his uh, gloves dropped, so there was no um, other way for me to, yeah, just kind of get in fight with him, and uh, that's, it is what it is, and, yeah. Okay, 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 so, um, this is live, baby, so part of technical difficulties, I understand there's some of you out there saying we got the, um, the audio from that, so, uh, we're gonna try to hit this one more time. Again, this is a one-timer. This is on the fly, to be honest with you, so pardon me. But no excuses. Right here it goes again. Um, so this right here is Timo Meyer speaking of his fight during the post game, And um, let's see if this bad boy is going to work. Yeah, it was a battle, and uh, <clears throat> he was holding on to my stick. I tried to get my stick loose, and then, uh, you know. You know what? It is what it is, baby. I uh, had a nice little um, video edit for you, but I guess we're going to have to save that for another time. Oh, well, <laughs> my bad. Moving on. Uh, you know what? Hey, it is what it is, baby. Um, it seems like here on this pod, the Boston Bruins are getting the best of me, too. All right. It is what it is. Uh, Sunday Sharks lost that game zero to five. And that's all I got to say about that. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Um, so we're going to close the program here soon and not because of the um, technical difficulties, but because we are approaching um, what has already been about half of a regulation game in the National Hockey League here. Uh, so we're about 30 minutes in. And thank you to everybody who's been um, with me from the top of the program from um, or excuse me, on Facebook, on YouTube and on Twitter. Uh, so we're going to end the program by previewing the next coming game. That's tomorrow, 4 o'clock p.m. face-off time. Uh, by the way, uh, the Sharks are again playing uh, back-to-backs this upcoming weekend. That's Friday and Saturday, so there will be no conflicting scheduling for you know uh, those of you who are having to choose between which one of your favorite clubs to support on that given day. Um, the Sharks are taking on the Red Wings tomorrow at 4 o'clock. And then the Hurricanes, we're going to be visiting Brent Burns this time out there in Carolina. And then we're going to go to uh, Pittsburgh to uh, face everybody's favorite Penguins over there. Um, the Detroit Red Wings are literally on the cusp of being eliminated from the playoffs. So if there's any, any incentive for the San Jose Sharks to pick up any points during this road trip, this would be the game. This would be the game. Okay. Um, now, this is out of money puck. Via money puck, the Sounds of Sharks are only favored as of right now to um, having a 44.4% chance of winning. So you're telling me there's a chance. Um, right now, they are pretty much, if you want to, you know, place your bets, the Sharks are averaging about over 125. So. Um, you know, it is what it is as far as I want to say with that. In terms of um, San Jose Sharks players to watch, obviously, Timo Meyer. Uh, Timo Meyer in the last three years versus the Red Wings, uh, he's had three games in which he's put up three points. All right. So um, in the last three years, that average is consistent with um, what he's on pace with this season. Almost a, um, a point per game. Pardon me. Um, Luke Kunin, unfortunately, is not available, but man, would have been nice to see him play that game. He has some good numbers against uh, the Red Wings, too. But uh, Eric Carlson, he's had three games 
And he's had four points, baby. So, you know, three assists and a goal in his last uh, three games against the uh, Detroit Red Wings. It goes on. Uh, James Reimer, he's played five games. If he's starting, we have trouble. <laughs> um, in the last three years, okay? Three years. James Reimer's played uh, five games. Uh, these, this is coming out of Frozen Pool, by the way. Uh, Dobersports.com, uh, these stats, by the way. Um, one win, four losses. Okay, better off starting Capo Kakadin, who is a perfect one for one in his last uh, in, in his contest against uh, the Red Wings. So, in terms of the last three regular season games, Eric Carlson has has four points, a goal and three assists. Nico Sturm has three points, a goal and two assists. Nick Bonino is on fire with two goals and an assist, and Timo Meyer has been on fire. With two goals in his last three games. Um, other notables are Tomas Hurdle and Noah Gregor with two assists. And um, yeah, that's pretty much all I got to share with you for the Sound of the Sharks. Um, in terms of franchise history, this will be the 100th all time game. Okay, true that. So, really quick before I move on, we got a comment. From YouTube, Capo also allowed seven goals. <laughs> hey, flip a coin, baby. How you want? How, how do you want to take this season? Just kidding, just kidding. You know what? Start them. Just start them. Okay. Um, man, hey, that's some facts though. Spit it out. Be honest. This will be my bad. As I regain my thoughts here. That's funny though. Uh, regain. Excuse me. <laughs> The Southeast Sharks will be playing the 100th all-time game against Detroit Red Wings. And, um, I mean, this rivalry is as old as time when it comes to Southeast Sharks, right? Um, all-time, Detroit's had our number. All right, so Sharks have 36 wins, 53 losses, four ties, because those used to exist back in the day. I'm advocate to bring that back, honestly. I was thinking about that little, little, little sidebar here, a little soapbox for a quick moment before we finish off the program and continue to uh, preview out the Detroit Red Wing game tomorrow. Um, there's a lot of, um, there's almost, almost as much steam building to reconfigure uh, how games are won after regulation as there is people trying to say we don't want the digital ads. Whole another story, whole another podcast. Not going to get into it for this one. But bottom line is, I was thinking about, you know, like, why don't we just bring back the ties? Go five on five for five or 10 minutes. Anyways, uh, Detroit Red Wings, this is going to be game 100 of this, uh, you know, rivalry here, legacy rivalry practically. Um, San Jose Sharks win playing in Detroit. All time, this will be the 49th game. The Sharks, out of 49 games in Detroit, have only won 13 times. Okay? Back when it was Joe Lewis, a bulk of those wins came from there. 28 uh, victories, 28 losses, a tie, and a three losses in overtime. Uh, in the new Little Caesars Arena, uh, the Sharks... We'll be playing their fifth game. They are one, two, zero, and one when playing at Pizza Pizza Arena. 
<laughs> and that right there is hopefully to shed some light on how the sharks um, do historically when they're out there, um, you know, in Detroit Rock City. All right. Um, unless we have any more comments or questions, uh, that has been the Shark City podcast for January 23rd, 2023. This is season two, episode 22 of the Shark City podcast. The Shark City podcast is the official podcast of SharkCityHockey.com. We are also proud affiliates of the Hockey Podcast Network. For previous episodes, check out SharkCityHockey.com. Don't forget to follow us. Subscribe, hit the like button, retweet, whichever platform you're on. We uh, appreciate uh, when you show your love and support for the sh for our podcast. Uh, this right here has been going on for almost a year now and uh, super excited to continue to um, bring you, you know, this <laughs> Uh, as interesting Sharks content as you can. I mean, the last, we've been doing this for four, we've been doing this for four years now. And I'll tell you right now, this is every single season has been just like what we've been living through, um, like, you know, the past couple of games. All right. So we're going to stick, uh, we're going to stick with it because we bleed till here. And, um, you know, we're going to be there when our team is in the depths of the Pacific and when they resurface and rise to uh raising that stanley cup baby you best believe it um i got a question who do you think the sharks should trade for in the off season who they should trade for that's a tricky question um i mean there's a lot of names that are being thrown around and at this point i don't want to sound repetitive i don't want to be regurgitating the same stuff out there um and but i'll just tell you what i think they should do in the off season um fire cell baby wholesale no i'm just kidding um <laughs> i personally think that uh we should try to target a goaltender okay um the market for goaltending is well okay you know that's going to be one of these episodes that i'm gonna have to probably you know i appreciate the question i'm gonna probably have to get together and a segment saying off-season transactions but um i would try to even if you can do it this year i highly doubt you can do anything this year with goaltending but if I'm the South of the Sharks, I am moving the big contracts. I would trade or find a way to, you know, um, maybe get Vlasic off the books. Uh, if Carlson isn't dealt before March 3rd, without a doubt. Because that's the thing, too, is I can see the South of the Sharks keeping Eric Carlson. I mean, he's the only player that's been keeping the team kind of, um, you know, relevant in the national spotlight, right? Um so I can see them keeping him around to the end of the season because, quite frankly, it's going to be really hard uh, for the Sharks to probably get the compensation they're looking for while um, uh, or without having to, like, you know, take a big bite of that contract. So now I'm starting to say the old cliche, so pardon me. But the um, point I'm trying to get at is, is if I'm the Sharks, I'm looking for goaltending, like legitimate goaltending because the reality situation is, and um, I didn't cover it that uh, I didn't really cover it in this podcast, but we might as well go ahead and mention it since it's on point in the topic. Uh, James Reimer, his name has um, been uh, out there for um, being one of the players that the Sharks are looking to move um, for the trade deadline. So pardon the brief pauses in my speech as I grab my graphic here that I created and didn't publish. Um, da, 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 da. 
But long story short is Nick Benito, Scott Harrington, and I, I don't for, I forget the other one, so pardon me, but Nick Benito, Scott Harrington, and James Reimer are other names that are being thrown out there outside of Timo Meyer and Eric Carlson. So obviously, you know, Capo Kakinen, uh, with the comment being made earlier, wasn't, um, you know, he's not really working out for Sharks, but there's still some faith. There's still some faith left in him, um, and you could tell. Uh, Reimer is kind of one of those guys where he deserves a lot. He deserves more than what the Sharks are, are putting in front of him. I mean, I think the last podcast I was covering how his own players were running into him and literally like interfering with him as the puck was heading toward a net, which essentially uh, resulted in a goal against. Um, but, you know, how, how long do you have with that guy uh, being marketable for anything favorable in return? I mean, draft picks might be a little bit of a stretch, but uh, someone that could either bring some veteran leadership to the um you know to our young AHL core or maybe you know bring some more grit and some more uh, NHL experience to you know the main roster to close off the next couple of months we'll see and to answer this question another question and thank you by the way for interacting on YouTube um and if you don't mind I'll shout out to Willowboy Hockey who's uh at- asking these questions on YouTube uh you think we're going to trade Timo Meyer before the deadline or anytime soon um, you know what? I honestly was thinking there would have been a possibility to sign him. I know he's projected to have like a $10 million tag. Me personally, I think maybe seven, eight's pushing it. Um, I know that he is being, uh, regarded as being, you know, like an elite winger. I, I, I have no doubt about it. Um, is he a big shark in a small tank? Perhaps, you know what I mean? That could be argued. But uh, long story short is um, he's only going to be marketable for so long. Um, they definitely, if they're going to trade Timo Meyer, it's going to happen, um, I think, on the trade deadline. Only because, um, and this is my opinion, it could happen before, but, you know, you have the all-star break coming up soon. And then, um, you know, the reports out there as of now, despite the Sharks general manager saying, Hey, if there's any teams out there interested in talking to Meyer, you can, um, you know, for a potential extension on the contract before you make the trade. In other words, um, you know, hey, here's here's a player that's on the table, and we're going to give you dibs to offering him a place to stay for an extended, you know, an extended stay, not just a rental player, right? And um, here's your chance to speak to him now. But according to reports uh, from his agent, uh, any no no team has has yet to you know do such. Anyways, so um, I'm thinking tread deadline, and it's going to be sexier. Let's just admit it. I mean, Eric Carlson is going to be a blockbuster trade. Uh, trading Timo Myers definitely be a blockbuster trade. And if I had to make a choice and who I think will be traded prior to the deadline, I would suggest it being either um, Harrington or Merkley. Okay, um, I'm seeing the likes if Benito or Meyer. And even if Carlson gets moved and Reimer, those names you're going to hear on trade deadline, um, on the trade deadline, uh, trade deadline, pardon me. And um, reason being is because when all those players, if all those players leave simultaneously, um, that's going to be the biggest, like, uh, you know, um, indication that it is now time for that true next wave of Sharks hockey because 
I mean, how are you going to fill the offensive production from EK65 and from Timo Meyer immediately? Not at all. Um, and for those of you who think that that might open up an opportunity for the likes of Bordalo and Eklund to make the main roster, maybe, maybe not. I personally think that if they do play in Sharks uniform, it'll happen um, at the end of March, maybe, pardon me, maybe the last couple of games in April. All right. So uh, we'll see where all that goes. That's just my personal take off the bat, right off the top of my head. Um, but yeah, it definitely um, something worth diving into. I think the Sharks are going to look for um, an answer in goaltending. I think they really need that. I think we need an answer in goaltending more than we need Connor Bedard, to be honest with you. And um, with that, I think we should end uh, the podcast like that. So thank you again. I appreciate the questions coming from YouTube. Again, if you're on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitter, send the questions my way. Um, I like to do things at a pace, and sometimes I get it, um, you know, I get into the whole momentum of things. So if I don't get to your questions immediately, pardon me, I'll get to them in um, the following podcast. Of course, uh, feel free to drop comments and talk some months yourselves in the comment section on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. With that being said, it is almost midnight here in San Jose, which means it is time to concede the program. I'm Aaron James. This has been the Shark City Podcast for January 23rd, 2023. Thank you to everybody who's been participating in the comment section, everybody who's been watching across multi-platforms, and to everybody who's been showing your support for Shark City Hockey for uh, these past few seasons. Uh, once again, this is the Shark City Podcast, official podcast of Shark City Hockey proud affiliate of the hockey podcast network everybody have a great rest of your uh night let's go sharks game day literally starts in a few moments here and um we'll probably speak to each other uh to excuse me we'll probably speak with each other again uh this weekend so until then i'm aaron james and let's go sharks